Oh, we're going. All right, we're live. Let's get started. Okay, I can sing? No. <laughs> no, starting the Daphne no. Yomis yet. One second. It wasn't singing, sorry. Oh, it's a... You wish. <laughs> uh, yes, I wish it was. I wish, <laughs> I wish it was. I wish you can see Daphne and Azoibi. Vivu. It's a tough sign. It's a tough sign. It's a tough sign. It's a tough Okay, okay, come on. We've been recorded. Let's get started. Yesterday. That's the word. All right, yesterday's daf was daf pay test. Today's daf tzadik. We started a new parak. Today, Beza Hashem is Barach. We're learning. We have a mind for Shleima, for Michal Aviva, Bas Yehudis, Hadas Bas Ranya, Amy Basvara, and anybody else who needs a refuah. Um, and we should be zaycha this year to gmarchsim taiva good kibbutz Um Just a, another point. Tomorrow is Yom Kippur. Dafyami will be an hour before Mincha. Okay, an hour before Mincha. That's just the as way usual, it is. As usual. As usual, it's not easy, but you you know we got to do what you got to do. Whatever comes comes. Well, you got to do what you got to do. There's no there's no way out of it. No, no. Okay. All right, so we'll start our view. Must come tomorrow because that's part of the tshuva. Right, that's the tshuva. Right. Can you represent me? All right, I see. I'm not going to tshuva for you. No way. No, no, no. I can't handle myself. I should handle you. All right, so we start off yesterday that the woman produces a get, and she doesn't have her tshuva. So the luck is that she can she collects tshuva even just with a get. If she produces the ksuba without a get, um, and she says, "Look, I had a get. I just can't find it." Um, and he says, "I had a receipt that I paid it, but I can't find that." And also, a case of a creditor which uh, who produces the the shtachov, but the prosbol, which is his ability to collect after shemitah, is missing. Um, in all those, in both those second cases, the two, those two cases, you don't pay. Shemek Gamliel says, once it, uh, we, after the history, in history, where it became a danger to carry, to keep around Jewish documents, so then the law changed. A woman is allowed to collect a ksuva without a get, and a balchov is allowed to collect without a principal. That's the Mishnah. Says the Gemara that we see from here that they write receipts, because if you say we don't write receipts, which happens to be a big is whether we accept the idea of receipt writing, because it puts an onus on the borrower to to keep to keep track of his documents of uh, even after he paid, and uh, to match up against the the because he still might have a star and he can produce it at any time. So it must be that we write receipts because if you don't write receipts, why are we afraid that she's going to pull out her ksuva next time? Anytime she only produced her get, she's going to pull out her ksuva afterwards and collect on the basis of the ksuva. And Rav says we're talking in a place where they don't write ksuvas. That's the case. So therefore, there's nothing, no fear that she's going to really, you don't write receipts. Not going to be a receipt written over here. I, what about the ksuva that she might pull out? She can't because there is none. Okay. That makes it a lot easier. Okay. Shmuel says no, we're talking even in a place where they normally do write ksuvas. I, the Shmuel, hold that you do write receipts. So Rav Anan explains that I heard Pshan and Shmuel that we're talking about if it's a place where they don't normally write a ksuva. And he went against the norm and he says, I wrote one anyway. So then it's his burden of proof to say that he wrote one. If he couldn't prove that he wrote one, 
So then it's then then uh, then you give it on the base of the get and that's it. In a place where the norm is to write one, and she said no, he never wrote me one. So then it's on her if she wants to be able to collect. She has the burden of proof to show that uh, that she that she did not get one, didn't get a ksuba. And Rav himself actually retracted and said, "We're not necessarily talking about a place where they don't write suvas. Really, it's a in a place where they normally write suvas or where they don't normally write suvas. It's very simple. The solution: if she produces a get that gives it, that grants her the ikar of the suva, and if she produces the suva that grants her just the tosefes. So each document is only providing for a portion of the funds. Okay, and that's the that's the way it works. Now there's no." possibility to double dip because it's not going to give you the same money right um, and uh, that's the story it says you have a problem with that I mean what's what, what is it, it, again it removes all possibility of fraud so we said in our Mishnah that if she produced the Ksuba without a get and she says I lost my get and he says I lost my receipt and a Balchov that's hosted Ishtar Chov and there's no Prosbol so it's Lo Yifru so according to Shmuel you can, re- you can explain this very easily we're talking about in a place where they don't normally write it he said I wrote it anyway so we tell him look until you can prove that you actually wrote it, wrote it you're going to have to pay on the base of the get otherwise uh, you know that's it. So so you pay. He'll pay, and that's uh, that's the story over here. Now, but according to Rav, granted, um, uh, granted that the that the Iker doesn't uh, he doesn't collect. But the Tosefes, why she's producing Ksuva, Why doesn't he have to? Why doesn't he have to pay the Tosefes? That's how he learns. So um, Rav Yosef explains that we're talking about over here where um, there's no witnesses to the divorce. That's why. He doesn't have to pay anything. Why? Because he has a special migu, different than the norm. The migu is, is he could say that we're not divorced. Now what are you going to say? <laughs> Your whole basis is that, you know, I'm divorced, but I, need, I never got paid for this ksuba that I'm producing. Where's my cat? I lost it. And he's saying, well, I, you know, I, never, I never divorced you, so now you're not entitled to anything. And, and believe me when I say that I paid you, and I lost my receipt that uh, because uh, because I could easily I could just as well argue that we never got divorced. Is this still common enough to write a uh, kasuba in places? No, no, no. no we we're, we're pretty much it's that's so, standard. So this the doesn't, doesn't apply to a practice. Yeah, that, right. Practically, okay. practically became the standard. To always writing kasuba. Oh, now, so now you can't. Now you can't even live together with kasuba, right? So. Yeah, that's became, true. Yeah. yeah, it became it became uh, it became the the, the only the only right. Yeah, the situation changed. You have to realize there were you know I don't know there was different different situations in different locations. Well, it's not really. It's it it is. It was very clear that there that there was there is a requirement of having so. But the question is, can we rely on the fact that the rabbinic law? Um, provides that there's automatically a ksuba whether or not you write one. Now that's the question, and, and the answer is is that is that since the standard text of ksuba provides also additional funds, whatever. So we just you always you always have a ksuba. And that's the standard. And that's that's universal in all in all all parts of Judaism, all writings. Yeah, right. Exactly. They all have little different nuschos, little different texts. Um, of how much they write or whatever, and how much money, or whatever. There's minor differences within the ksuba, but more, but pretty much it's it is the standard all over. Okay, um, so the Gemara says, how could you possibly say that that, that we're talking about over here where there's no edigation? 
clearly the next line with Rabbi Gamliel is saying that once it became dangerous, a woman would collect a ksuvah even without a get, and a balchov would collect it without a prusbal, because those are religious documents, and he has to get rid of all his religious documents. And so obviously, he must be talking about where there's Eid Gershon, because otherwise, without Eid Gershon, on what basis is she collecting anything? So, the Gemara explains, the way we would explain it is that we're, we're, the entire Mishnah is going all like Rav Shem Gamliel, and it's missing. Uh, You've got to fill in the blanks. Here's how it works. Really, in, in, in these cases where she produces her ksuva, but not a no-get, um, or, or the, again, the Bachov has no prosbol, um, so we said you don't pay. When is that true? Only if there's no edigershin. But if there is edigershin, then you do collect the tosafes, according to Rav, this way Rav learns, you collect the tosafes, and not the and the ikar. Only if she can produce the get, then she'll then not pay the 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 ikar of the of the ksuva, the money or the masayim, the one hundred or two hundred. And if she doesn't produce it, not. Once it became dangerous. So then she does not have to produce her get, because again, like I said, they have to get rid of those documents because they're religious get, documents. You know get is a religious document. So then, um, <coughs> then, then that would be, uh, then she would be able to get the ikar even without that, because Rabbi Gamliel says, from the time of danger and onward, a woman can collect the without a get, and a balchov can collect without a prusbol, because again, like I said, those are religious documents. It's interesting. Ksuva is not a religious document. That's a standard contract. It's business. Um, it's important to understand that, and that's why there's no problem having the actual ksuva. It was the get that was what? Nothing personal, just business. It's just business, right? It's a business. It's a business contract. What do you mean? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's just a contract. That's it, yeah. and that's it, and it's, and it's, and that's it. it's also universal. It's not necessarily religious. You know, it's a universal type of a contract. You know, what are my obligations that I'm taking on? In this marriage, and what are your obligations that you're taking on in this marriage? That's all it is. Okay, so anyway, Rav Kahn Ravasi said to Rav that according to you, that says that a kid collects the ikar, so that works very nicely when you get divorced. It doesn't work very well when she's in Amana. Where's the basis for collection? So, Edimisa, um, that's what the answer is. You're right, that she does not have a get, but the Edimisa will give her. The ikar of the of the of the, uh, the ikar of the of the ksuva. Um, why not? Maybe she got divorced, and uh, she'll produce the get it. It's a, at a different point in time. So the answer is is that she lived with her husband. We don't really concerned that that was the scenario. I maybe right before she he died, he gave her a get, and she's hi- hiding the get, and then she's produced a demisa, collect once, then go to a different best and produce a get and collect twice. So the Gemara says, if that was the case, that he was living her in the last minute, and there were no witnesses or whatever, and not publicizing it, so then, you know what, he caused that loss she's, on himself. Yeah. It's, you know, like, you know, you can't, can't be where she's at, right, you know, whatever, he set himself up for that issue. So there you go. What about an Ammonim and Irisan? There's no Yosheva's Tachas Bail over there. She's living not at home yet. So what, what basis will she collect on the Edim Misa? What about the concern that maybe she's divorced? Here, she's not living with her husband. And she'll collect with the get afterwards. So the answer is, the answer is, is that it's not that we never write a receipt. If there is no other choice, we will write receipts. And that's exactly what we'll have to do over there. There's no other choice, so we'll write receipts. Proof is, because what about it when she produces a demisa? She gets paid once. Maybe she'll bring a demisa and be paid a second time. Elamai will when you have no choice. You write a receipt.
Well, there is no document. That's the point. So that's why the receipt has to be written. That's why you're going to need one, because mm-hmm. the document is only for the Tosafas, like Rav explained. The extra, yeah. So the main part is with Eide Misa. Well, that's not a document, so then where's his guarantee? Where's his, where, where does he show that he paid? He has to have a receipt. That's the only thing we could do. That's the point. Now, Mark Shisha, the son of Chizah, said to Ravashi, and Almanum and Erson, how do you even know that she actually gets a ksuba altogether? Um, and, and we brought a few sources that sound like that that is the case. It talks about a case of a widow or a divorcee, both men Erson men and Erson, collects everything. So the Gemara says that's not, that could be, because they happen to write a ksuba. In other words, it's not necessarily a requirement to write a ksuba for the Erson, but he happened to write one for the Erson. What are you going to say? What's the Chiddush then? The answer is, because we're going against Reb Loz ben who says that even if he writes it, he means that it's only effective if they consummate the marriage. So, Kamash Mulan, that even if you, that it's collect everything, fits into the words, Govis Akol, why not? Why say Govis Akol? That actually fits in that, uh, that uh, if, it, if he actually happened to write one, so that's why it says Govis Akol. But if it's otherwise, he didn't write one, so then why do you say the word Gov is a call? Just say Manam Asayim. It's not a call, because you don't collect everything. So it must be that he wrote a special ksuva to cover even Fairson. So the Gemara says, okay, maybe there's another source for the fact that there's a, oh, in general, the standard is that there's a ksuva from uh, an Arus, because Rav Chilpa Oven says, it brings down, you have a, a wife that's betrothed, she doesn't mourn him, She's not an O-name, she's not Metama, and he's not Metama to her, and he's not to him. Okay? Not that she can't become Tame, but that she can't, that she doesn't have to become Tame. It's not like, a, there's, no, there's no requirements over here. Now, and if, he di- if she dies, he doesn't inherit her. If he dies, she collects Suksuva. Very clear that she collects Suksuva, even though they're only betrothed. So the person, maybe it's also a case where he, where he happened to write it. If that's the case with the Chiddush, the Chiddush is that he doesn't inherit her. Even though he went out of his way to write a Ksuva for the Erisin, he still doesn't, he's not entitled to inherit her. That's the Chiddush. All right, which took us to the next thing. Rav Nachman said to Rav Huna, according to Rav, that says that he collects the Iker, why don't you say that she's going to produce the get over here, and then she'll produce the get somewhere else. And what are you going to say, that we tear the get? She's going to say, I can't, don't tear up the get, I need it to prove that I'm divorced. Teretz is is that this is what you do. You, you tear the get, and you write on the back of the get that this get was torn, not because it's a puzzle get, because it is a kosher get, but it was torn because to show that the money for the ksuba has been paid, and it's paid up in full, and then she can produce it at any point in time as far as her ability to get married. That'll be a proof of marriage, but it's not collectible as a star. Why isn't just for the writing ksuba. enough? Why do you need to tear it also? Well... Why, why isn't the writing enough by itself? Why do you need to tear it as well? Like, you try to write on the back of it, like, Suba was, what? Suba was paid. What? What's the problem? You said you tear it, and then write on the back that it wasn't teared there because of the... Because right, it's not a oh, what's the point of tear? What's the point of tear? Yeah, like, just write on the back, like, like Suba was paid. That's it. Like, yeah, but who wrote that, you know? The tear is... Well, I mean, the, 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 get, the get is by her. Yeah, she I, doesn't have any no, tear, incentive the tear to shows that If she doesn't shows, want to get the money, she doesn't have to collect it. No, the tear is... No, because the tear... Because... Let's say you didn't tear it. She's going to unfold it, and she's going to show... See, you don't see no back. 
says over here, they're going to know to look at the back. That's why you do that. Yeah. Oh, okay. You mean, it's you're not going to exam- examine the, the, the gap, back. Like who looks at the back of the deck? Who looks at the back? What could be? A, oh, here, here is a paper here. Uh, she framed it. See. Back then you could also scratch off. But back then you could also scratch off the writing too. She held it right next to the. Computer. Yeah, but you could tell that something scratched. That's it. But anyway, okay, again, it's fine. just a standard get. It doesn't okay. say any amount. It's the standard amount. All right. Brings us to the next Mishnah. Brings us to the next Mishnah. So we talked about a case. A woman walks in. She's, uh, and it's a little fishy. She has two kitten and two ksuvas. Um, here's get number one. Well, it's, well, what, happened? This, what happened? She has one cat. Here's one ksuva. I want to get, and here's another cat and another ksuva. The date of one ksuva is before the date of one cat. The date of the next ksuva exactly. is before the second cat. Yeah. Is uh, right, but after the first. So, um, so we say, oh, okay, I guess what happened over here is that she was married to her husband and they got divorced and she, got a, and she had a ksuva on that and she still has that. And then she remarried the same husband with a new ksuva and then she got a second get. So she's not collectible twice. What if she produces shtiksuvas and one get? So that, or ksuva and two gitin, or ksuva and a get and a death. So then, all that will only add up to one ksuva collection, and that's it, okay? Because the general assumption is is that when somebody divorces and remarries her, even though it's clear from these cases that he might have remarried her, the assumption is that it's that it's on the das on menas ksuva rishayna machzira. It's basically um, taking back. I'm not paying you for the last time around. We're like sort of undoing it, our, our previous divorce and remarrying. And then um, my new ksuva is, the, is on that, is, a, the is the old one. Exactly. It's the same money. But now, now, now it, so again, this woman is, has one get and two ksuvas. And we said she's only entitled to one, uh, to, 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 to collect once. Well, what, which one does she collect with? She, she can produce either get. I mean, either ksuva, how does it work? If she wants, she can collect with ksuva A or ksuva B. So the Gemara says, is that a kasha on Rav Nachman? Amr Shmuel says that when Rav Nachman Amr Shmuel says that when you have two stories that are identical, now the second one is uh, is basically overriding the first. So the same thing over here. So the Gemara answers, no, no, no. This is where there was something a little bit added on the second ksuva. And by having that added funds, it's giving her a choice. She can either... Um, use the earlier ksuva and uh, get less money, but it's an earlier lien, or use the the larger the amount written into the ksuva, but it's a weaker lien. And that's the choices, and that's where we left off, and we'll take... Is that, is that, is that, is that, is that, is that,